0: Hubhopper Originals. What's up, guys? What's up? It's Friday, it's the 10th of May, and we're through with a crazy week of uh, European comeback nights. Well, that didn't happen in the UEL, that didn't happen in the Europa League, the English clubs. Retained the position and didn't allow any comebacks, but it happened in the Champions League. And uh, Jurgen Klopsman and Maurizio Pochettino's men setting up an all English final in the Champions League. Well, Arsenal and Chelsea are set to meet in the Europa League. Hello, everyone. This is Prasad, and I'm your host. Welcome to episode number 17 of the unofficial VAR, a hub hopper original. Well, super stoked to. inform you guys that the unofficial VAR is now listed under Chill Out plus Evening Commute. Well, the Hubhopper guys have come up with a detailed analytics of the podcasts and you can check that out on the Hubhopper app. Make sure to download that and you can get us under two categories. Now, one Hopper original and the other one is Chill Out plus Evening Commute great isn't it great and this has to be one of the most be- the best episodes of the unofficial vr um i know you guys aren't used to uh, a single speaker but uh, uh just one more time and we'll be back with shlomo on the next episode so what can you expect from this episode well let's speak about the europa league semi-finals then let's go on to the Champions League semifinals. We've got four exciting games to discuss. And we've also got a couple from the Premier League. Remember, we didn't do one on Tuesday. So we're going to put that in this episode. And then we are going to take you to the last, to the end game of the Premier League, which is this Sunday. 7.30pm, all the games kick off. I hope you know that it's the final um, match day of the premier league now moving on with our europa league discussion um the first game which everyone's going to have their eyes on in the europa league the gunners 4-2 winners in the second leg at the Mastaya and 7-3 on aggregate remember they beat valencia 3-1 at home last week so what about that now Liverpool turning a three-goal deficit around Spurs, turning a one-goal away deficit around to go 3-3 on away goals, progress 3-3 on away goals, and when the Valencia-Arsenal game started, Valencia scored in the first 10 minutes, and everyone thought that it would be another night of comebacks but hey Game of Thrones fans you can relate to this what do we say to comebacks and the Arsenal fans will say not tonight and that's what Aubameyang and Lacazette did sensational both the strikers pulling through taking Arsenal through to the their first European final since 2006 since that heartbreaking final in 2006 where Arsenal lost to Barcelona um after trailing after leading for a long time through that theory on the header but uh, but it's a final for the gunners and much needed one because their only way of getting into the champions league now unless some miracle happens this sunday is the europa league because they are eight goals behind uh, tottenham and three points behind tottenham in fifth uh, now, it's going to take a lot in that game. Yeah, you have you expect Everton to hammer Spurs and Arsenal to keep a clean sheet and get those, somehow cover that 8-goal deficit. But, uh, hey, realistically, the Europa League is the way. So, back to our game then. And like I was saying, Kevin Gamera opening the scoring in the 11th minute. And right when it looked like Rodrigo would have... Scored a screamer and made it 2-0 and the Valencia would have been back in the tie On comes Pierre Combrick Obama Yang and he just killed the tie there with a sensational finish 1-1 Uh Mastaya silenced and that was the point when Valencia kind of put the pedal of the gas and That's when the gunners kind of calm things down and made sure that they were we got back into the game. So um, the 17th minute, we are at one-one. We go to halftime at one-one. And what happens? Alexander Lacazette putting the Gunners ahead in the 50th minute. Scrappy play from Jose Gaya, who lost the ball to Obameyang, and then Lucas Torre laid it on the plate for Alexander Lacazette, who, by the way, had to do a lot to kind of turn. Hold, turn, and then fire it in the bottom corner. He's been such a great character for this gunner side. I mean, he's he's actually grabbed the games at the, at the scruff of his neck, like I like to say, and gone on and made the difference. And if you look at all the goals after the rain, um, we will see it's Laka and Oba, mostly both of the strikers involved in it. And we also thought we we got we thought Kevin Gameros two two would have made something made that even more interesting but the Gunners had those two away goals and that was playing in the back of the minds of Valencia and as soon as Kevin Gamero made it 2-0 10 minutes later Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang making a sensational run at the near post and slotting it past the Valencia keeper Neto for Arsenal's third goal and then completing his hat-trick in the 89 minute a wonderful through ball from Mkhitaryan hat complete Wakanda forever celebration. the hot red sauce celebration that these guys do. Amazing. So, the Gunners prevented a comeback, uh, which looked likely after the 11th minute goal from Kevin Gamero. And which means that Unai Emery has reached yet another Europa League final. His fourth, where he'll be playing the final versus the other half of London which is the blue half, which is Chelsea, who, by the way, had to do it on penalties. And they played 120 minutes of football, 1-1, um, going ahead to Ruben Loftus-Cheek's goal, which was assisted by Eden Hazard. Probably Eden Hazard scoring through his last touch at Stamford Bridge. That is what's been rumored after last night might have been his last touch at Stamford Bridge. And he's um, fired Chelsea into the europa league final who by the way have actually gained access to the champions league through top four qualification They're third and regardless of what happens to their game in the in on the final day they will be making it through to the top four as well so a chance for hazard to leave chelsea on a high with a european trophy remember back when he came they had already won Both the trophies, both the Champions League and the Europa League. So, they've done pretty well since then. Two league titles and um, also an FA Cup. But uh, a chance for Hazard to leave on a high. And make sure to uh, give those Chelsea fans a European final. So, 1-1. Luka Jovic doing what he does best. And firing Frankfurt level in the 49th minute. But uh, that then went to uh, the extra time because none of the sides were able to put away their chances, especially Frankfurt, who were denied twice on the line. And that looked like that would have been the tie. But hey, anything can happen in football. And it was the penalty shootout. Cesar Espelikoyta missing the second penalty. Jonathan de Guzman putting um, Frankfurt 3-1 up. Then it was Jorginho who made it 3-2. And then... It was Martin Hintreger and Pachina who missed their penalties. And you had Eden Hazard and David Lewis converting Chelsea. 4-3 winners on penalties. And what a night of uh, European football at the bridge. And yet again, Maurizio Sarri's men have now, you know, in their process of making the season a success, fired the team to Baku in the final so it's an all english final by the way in the europa league and you can uh, catch that on the 29th of may it's a wednesday in um, india it's a, it's a 29th may it's a wednesday and it's a 12:30 game so it's a midweek game by the way Either if you think that it's a weekend it's not a weekend it's a midweek game and obviously we're going to do a short um a segment Uh, apart from this episode to just give you the info on what's going on elsewhere we've also got a new coach in Indian Football Eager's team match so we're going to talk about that but we're going to do a 5-7 minutes extra episode on all that and um, that was the Europa League final for you guys Baku so book your tickets I almost booked mine but the flight tickets seem so costly I was one click away from going to Baku but uh, hey better luck next time so That's about it from the Europa League. And moving on to the Champions League, which everyone is eagerly waiting for since the past 10 minutes, I'm very sure. And uh, you know what to expect from this. Let's talk about the two games. Let's first talk about the Cruyff Arena where Tottenham Hotspur pulled off a comeback, a sensational comeback. And as an Arsenal fan, both me and Shlomo might... Be you know uh, lost for words to describe, but hey, uh, we are going to do this anyway because credit where I do, Um, they were down two nil at half time, three nil on aggregate, and they had to score three goals, and they managed those three goals with the probably the last kick of the game. Lucas Mora the hero for Tottenham Hotspur, and uh, uh, Maurizio Pochettino, and um, they are through. Uh, so, a couple of highlighting points there is that. Um, Ajax missed David Neres, by the way, but uh, ZH and Delhi putting them two nil ahead at half time. Um, Forty five minutes for Maurizio Pochettino to turn it around, and then maybe what Jose Mourinho said. I think Pochettino implemented that. That's the mentality of an elite coach, and he brought in Fernando Yorente at the break, and he was replaced. Victor Vanyama going off fernando yorente coming in they got that much needed aerial presence up front and made sure they put those long balls on the chest of yorente who was proving to be very very annoying for the iax guys two guys going to mark uh Llorente which left lucas mora open and they've got those goals in that fashion by the way so f- two goals in four minutes iax rattled it's two two on the night with Spurs needing one more goal to go through and even Hakim Ziyech had two opportunities to put the goal to to game the to bed and uh, have, that will be something that will be playing in their mind when they look at the replays it was those moments that could have fired them to Madrid for the final but Eric Ten Hag so close to a European final, and what looked like a European final, what looked like a Cruyff uh, final, Cruyff derby in the Champions League final turned out to be an all English um, derby, all English uh, final again. So, this is the first time you are having two sides from you, the four sides in the European finals. From the same country, and by the way, three of them are from London. So, what a time to be alive, ladies and gentlemen! It's 2019. um Spurs haven't spent a single penny on players in the last two transfer windows, and they are in the Champions League final, which is a nightmare for the Arsenal fans. And <laughs> Liverpool in the Champions League final, which is kind of a nightmare for the Manchester United fans. If you look at the final, it's it's more of Arsenal versus Manchester United than Liverpool versus Tottenham. Arsenal fans wanting Liverpool to win it now and uh, uh, United fans wanting Tottenham to win it just to rub it into the Arsenal fans. Well, that's football. That's modern day football, isn't it? So what are we going to do next? We're going to go straight to to Anfield, which was lit up on the Tuesday night and Liverpool steamrolling Barcelona, steamrolling. I have no other word to describe that without mo Salah, without um the bobby formino and then losing andre andrew robertson at the break you know um one nil up at the break and who comes in it, it was it was genie wijnaldum who came in at the break and he turned it around with the help of alexander trent alexander arnold and Jordan shakiri and three nil in 56 minutes if you recall the istanbul final It was between the 54th and the 60th minute when Liverpool rubbed off and wiped off the three-goal deficit. And this is where even they did it here at Anfield. And Anfield was so noisy. I mean, Jurgen Klopp had clearly delivered a message to his Anfield people that, you know, this is the final where you have to cheer every time Liverpool are on the ball. And uh, some jeers were heard when Barcelona people were... Uh, Barcelona players were on the ball and that kind of distracted them and that kind of made them more impatient and more restless. And then they lost a lot of possession. Liverpool were all over Barcelona that night. A super performance from Alisson Van Dyke, And what can we say about the semi-final hero, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who was so deceiving in that fourth goal Um, kind of a dummy fake dummy where he walked away from the ball and then fired it in and Diva Corrighi for his sensational understanding because he was standing right there to tap it in for the fourth goal so Liverpool steamrolling Barcelona for Lionel Messi it'll just be another semi-final exit they had the three-goal lead they've bottled it Ernesto Valvode's men have done it again they're the biggest bottlers in european history in the past two gay past two years and um, Ajax can save themselves right now because most of the fans are pretty annoyed with the barcelona uh, result and you know barcelona is one of the most elite clubs in the world with Lionel messi but even they could not do anything it, and it's it's a shame for the barcelona fans who've seen their uh who've seen such great sides in the past decade the guardiolas and the Enrique's and the uh, Tito Villanova sides and then this side domestically so astute and so vulnerable in Europe I mean you're not going to see another side and I think that might be the end of Ernesto Valverde's reign at Camp Now and a lot of uh, uh, shuffling to do for Barcelona who might just be uh, tempted to sell Dembele and Malcom and get in Griezmann and some other guys they've already got Frankie Dion, in from, uh, Dion from Ajax who knows, there might be a daily who might be on his way to camp now. So a lot that's going to happen in the transfer window. And a lot that's going to happen in the next month. Well, like I said, the Europa League final is in the midweek. The Champions League final actually is on a weekend. And it's June 1st um, all over Europe. on And June 2nd, 12.30 a.m. IST. That's a Sunday morning. Uh, game in the Champions League and it's an all English final by the way four English sides have made it to the European final Liverpool versus Barcelona Chelsea versus Arsenal in the Europa League and hey the English domination is back you know the last time there was an all English final was 2008 2007-8 when uh, Chelsea and Manchester United played out that exceptional game John Terry we all know what happened, Chelsea fans. I'm not going there, sorry. So, um, so much to look forward to in the coming month. And for for the Premier League top six, Man City could go on to win the Premier League. Liverpool, might, Liverpool or Spurs might go on, one of them might go on to win the Champions League. Chelsea, Arsenal, one of them might go on to win the Europa League. If Arsenal win the Europa League and City win the League, and if Liverpool win the Champions League, It'll be like United will be the only side to actually come away with nothing after this uh, top six scramble that's been described, top four scramble that happened. And um, ladies and gentlemen, let's quickly turn our attentions to those two games that happened last week where Liverpool were kind of out of it until Divock Origi again fired them back to the top of the Premier League when... He grabbed a winner at Newcastle. A crazy game, a crazy, crazy game where again Trent Alexander Arnold was the man of the match. And you know, Van Dyke opening the scoring at Sue, uh, then had his sh- uh, shot blocked on the line by Ale- Alexander Arnold, which was debatable because he could have walked, he had handled the ball, but the rebound was allowed, rebound went in and uh, it was 1 1, and then Mo Salah making it 2 1. Uh, Solomon Rondon making it 2-2. And just when you thought that Liverpool are bottling the league, Diwak Origi comes up with the goods. Well, some might argue that it was a dive from Fabinho in the first place for that free kick. But, um, hey, what's done is done. And then they went back to the top of the table. And from there on, it looked like it was pressure on City, who played a Monday night game against Leicester City, who were so brilliant in the setup, they frustrated Manchester City for 70-odd minutes until Vincent Company, their leader, fired them in front. A thunderous uh, bullet, a thunderous shot way past Kasper Michael to make it 1-0. I mean, it's his first goal from outside the box since 2013. And uh, City tried everything. They were kind of restless all throughout the game. Agueros, the Sir Sterling, Sané's. Nothing coming off, Sane coming off, uh, and kind of that impacted a lot. And Vincent um, Company scoring that screamer, commit the, R, commit the man. If you remember the 2011 12 Manchester Derby, where Vincent Company's header fired City level and um, uh, a big game, big match. He's a City legend. Uh, in the past decade, we've asked City who their legends are, and I think they were three in. in uh, the names of company Aguero and Silva and uh, a few more to come in future. So uh, what, a, what a week of Premier League football, game week number 37 that was, which sets up for the end game. Like I'd like to say, 12th May, 7.30pm, City travel away to Brighton and um, um, sorry Wolves are at Anfield to Liverpool. Where you can catch all the action on Hot Star, and you can catch all the action on Star Sports Select One, Two HD channels, etc. But what a what a Premier League clash, title race this has been, and Man City lead the race by one point, where they are one point ahead of Liverpool, and obviously four goals ahead. So ninety five for City and ninety four for Liverpool. We go into the final day. We don't, we don't know what's in store for. The two sides actually, because Brighton frustrated Arsenal one-one at the Emirates. That kind of ended their way to UCL qualifications through top four, and uh, Chelsea, the vict- only victors that day, beating Watford 3-0 at Stamford Bridge, confirming that they now can be f- that they can now finish in third, and that's been a pretty uh, decent uh, turnaround for Maurizio Sari's men, who at one point were one of the top three teams, along with Liverpool and Man City to have been undefeated in the first 12 games of the Premier League. So, kind of back there. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur, uh, on a rugged run, went down to nine men at Bournemouth. And then, um, Nathan Naki grabbing that stoppage time goal, Spurs left heartbroken. So, Wolves are touted to finish uh, seventh. And uh, what happened considering what happens in the... FA Cup final. I think the Wolves will play the Europa. We'll get on it with that in the next episode as to how that happens. But United have a lot of thinking to do. They're sixth place, bound to finish sixth. Um, symbolic from Arsenal as well in terms of league points. The, they've they've dropped points in the last four league games. Uh, losses to Crystal Palace, Wolves, and Leicester, and a draw against Brighton. That's just that's just one point out of the 12 available and four out of the 16, 15 that was, that were there on the plate for them to finish third. And Unai Emery's men now have to do the other way around in Baku. They have to win the Europa League to be in the Champions League next uh, season. So th- there's a lot to play for in the, uh, in the coming month. We've got the FA Cup final between uh, Manchester City and Watford. And uh, that's one to look out for as well. City chasing the domestic treble. They've already won the Carabao Cup. They are on the way to winning the league if they can hold off and they can beat Brighton on the final day. And uh, um, they are in the FA Cup final as well. Well, one more thing to finish before we finish this episode is that of the Bundesliga. And what have we got for you with the German Bundesliga, by the way? Because uh, as much as I recollect it, BVB threw it away, and might have just Bayern might have just had just had one foot, one hand on the trophy. And let's look at the table, guys, and let's look at the matches first. Dortmund throwing a two-goal lead to a Bremen away, and Bayern Munich winning their game. Aaron Robin and uh, Frank Ribery playing. Um, a good part in that Bayern 3-1 winners over Hanover. so as the table stands Bayern have a four game four point lead over Borussia Dortmund and two match weeks to play but Bayern play Leipzig and Frankfurt who are in the top four by the way who are chasing top four Frankfurt are keen to get uh, the top four qualification now that they are out of the Europa League and can't win it there so an exciting Bundesliga race to offer who knows if Bayern lose both their games and BVB win both their games we could have BVB could be crowned champions but Bayern have it in their own hands and a slip up doesn't look that much but hey um, Borussia Dortmund have glad back to face on the final day and who themselves are chasing European spots they are sixth so anything can happen there um as far as the Italian Serie A goes, we know that Juventus have already wrapped up the league and uh, as far as the French league goes, we know that PSG are the eventual winners. Also Barcelona have wrapped up the La Liga. So nothing much to discuss there, but it's all all eyes on the Premier League. It's the end game. We are in the end game and uh, what an episode it's been it's been a fabulous episode i've enjoyed speaking one more solo one more time and uh, we mind you Slomo's is going to be back for the next episode and uh, the reason is i'm traveling and i cannot we both of us cannot meet and it's been a very packed schedule for us four crazy nights in the entire week uh starting itself from the city leicester game to Liverpool, Barcelona, to Spurs, Ajax, and then the two Europa League semifinals. So all you need to do is keep your eyes on the Premier League, which ends this weekend. And we will probably crown a new Premier League champion if City slips or the Premier League title will be defended for the first time since 2008-9 when Manchester United won back-to-back titles. It's never been defended since then. And uh, it could be done now. Well, it's been a cracking Premier League race, isn't it? And for Liverpool, they could end up with 97 points and still not win the title. And wow, that's that'll, that'll hurt a bit. But they have every reason to be proud of Jurgen Klopp and their side, how they've turned it around since he's arrived. And he's got three and a half, four transfer windows and he's done sensationally well. So guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we have to wrap it up here, just to make, just to ensure what we've done on this episode is we've discussed the Europa League semi-finals, the Champions League semi-finals. And remember, it's an all-English European final: Chelsea, Arsenal in the Europa League; Liverpool, Spurs in the Champions League. For the Premier League, Manchester City have a one-point lead over Liverpool, and it's in their hands because if they slip up. And Liverpool win, then Liverpool will be crowned the Premier League champions. But if there's no slip-up, then Manchester City will defend their Premier League title. That's what Prep Guardiola and his men are chasing. So that's all from episode number 17 of the unofficial VAR, Hubhopper's original. I'm sure you've enjoyed listening to us. We'd like to thank the team of Hubhopper once again, who've been doing so well to um push the podcast and I hope everyone's loving it and giving me a voice. I've always loved this sport. It's been fourteen years that I'm watching this sport and it's so great to speak to you guys and ensure that y'all are updated. Um see ya guys. See ya in the next episode. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed this Hub Hopper original podcast.